yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy. And I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. Today is Friday, and we are back here with a new episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. But before we continue, we gotta open up with a little word of prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I come before you again, dear God, thanking you for another day, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we wanna thank you for allowing us to make it to this Friday, dear God, without hurt, harm, or damage, dear God. We wanna thank you for being there, dear God, throughout every obstacle, every mistake, every situation we ran through, God. God, we thank you for being there, dear God. God, I ask that you be with us on today and allow something to be said on this week's podcast that benefits us listening and watching all over the world dear god and i won't forget to give you all the glory honor and praise it's in your son jesus name that i pray amen and amen like i said we are back with another episode here on chats with preacher boy it is our 50th 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 episode here on chats with preacher boy and it is awesome god has been doing great things we have truly grown over these past few months I'm, i think we actually hit a year not too long ago like a couple months back so yeah to god be the glory we are on our 50th episode and i feel like this is very awesome to be doing it on a freedom friday i know for me alone i can say this i want to thank god for freedom from the addictions of pornography i want to thank god for the freedom of uh, the addictions of drinking, cursing, uh, just all kinds of things. I want to thank God for those freedoms on today, on this Freedom Friday. And if you, if you uh, are watching, wherever you're watching from, whether it be in the States or in another country, I, I want you to comment down below, what are you free of on today? I want to know what God has kept you free from or what he has freed you from on this Freedom Friday, because freedom is an awesome thing it feels good to be free it feels good not to be bounded by any chains just knowing that god what lifted the the weights off of our shoulders and he he removed any chains that had a shackle down i want to give god glory and and praise for that on today it is it's truly a blessing and so i want to know what you are free of on this friday on this fabulous beautiful freedom friday <laughs> But uh, let's get into this week's topic also. So this week, our topic, we have, matter of fact, the last couple of weeks, we, you know, we had our Let's Be Real series. And I want to give a huge shout out to John Stevenson Jr. for being a part of that and actually putting a whole lot of time with me, you know, prior to recording and going live and things in the nature. It, it was truly a blessing to have him a part of the, the Let's Be Real series. So I want to give a huge shout out to John. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, my brother, and I love you, man. It was it's awesome. So as we transition from the Let's Be Real, we're still keeping that same energy up. We're still, we're, we're still going to be hitting on some things that are going to meet us right where we're at in our lives. And the topic for this this Freedom Friday is one team, one fight. One team, one fight. I know that's a, a quote that has been used in the military. Um, I even heard it outside the military, and it may seem like a cliche, but it's you, as we go through this lesson this week, you're gonna see the importance of understanding one team, one fight. 
So the key verse for this week, we're coming into, it's a little lengthy, but it, I'm telling you, it's important and, and, it, and it's very key for this topic. We're coming from 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 through 26, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And it reads, For just as the body is one and yet has many parts, and all, all, and all the parts, though many, form only one body, so it is with Christ. For by one Holy Spirit we were all baptized into one body, spiritually transformed, united together, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit since the same Holy Spirit fills each life. For the human body does not consist of one part, but of many limbs and organs. If the foot says, because I am not a hand, I am not a part of the body, is it not on the contrary still a part of the body? If the ear says, because I'm not an eye, I am not a part of the body, is it not on the contrary still part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But now as things really are, God has placed and arranged the parts in the body, each one of them just as he willed and saw fit with the best balance of function. If they all were a single organ, where would the rest of the body be? But now as things really are, there are many, th many parts, different limbs and organs, but a single body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. But quite the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are absolutely necessary. And as far for the, those parts of the body which we consider less honorable, these we treat with greater honor. And our less presentable parts are treated with greater modesty, while our more presentable parts do not require it. But God has combined the whole body, giving greater honor to that part which lacks it, so that there will be no division or discord in the body, that is lack of adaptation of the parts to each other, but that the parts may have the same concern for one another. And if one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. If one member is honored, all rejoice with it. May God be a blessing to the readers, hearers, doers, of his most holy word so one team one fight as i was studying this week god was really um showing me different areas where there there can be situations when it comes to um relationships um the church body um in the work environment uh he showed me that there are many unnecessary issues that present itself because of the simple fact that we're not on the same page um we're we're getting outside of the understanding of knowing that one team one fight there's one common goal that we all share right and, and especially especially in the church where there's one common goal and that's salvation and winning winning souls uh for the kingdom so we can make it to heaven right that is our common goal but yet, as you look across across the world and you and you look across different churches and things in that nature, there's so much division. There's so much um, dis unnecessary discord because we're not on the same page. We have this mindset where we think, oh, my way is better than your way versus just doing our different ways to get the mission done. And one thing I've learned over the years is that there's always going to be a different method for something. 
as long as the message is state it remains the same as long as we're not changing the message the method in which we 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 teach or speak the message is fine as long as it aligns with the will of god and so i think about this two plus two right i mean to get to get the answer for right there's different ways to get the answer for you got two plus two you got one plus one plus one plus one you got two times two you got these different ways these different methods to get the same answer and so what this scripture was talking about god i mean jesus was um what god goodness gracious what god was showing us in this text was that we are all a part of one body, but yet we're different members, right? We we all work under uh, we all work together to accomplish one common goal, right? But the the issue is that we think that one member is better than the other, or we have one person thinking that they're better than this person, or we we think that my role is more important when in reality, all of our roles are essential and equal to the benefit of the ultimate function of the body. See, sometimes we get beside ourselves and we think that because what I do, it has more importance than what someone next to me does. And I've realized that even in myself, there's a lot of things that I do on the job that God was showing me that just because I do this and I'm very well at what I do doesn't mean that it's of more importance than what my peers do or than what my my leaders do it's, it it doesn't make it any much any more important than what they do at the end of the day what i'm doing is benefiting the body though there be many members it's only one body and see when we understand one team one fight we're able to walk in understanding of knowing that okay even though it's one body there are many different functions in that body, many different members in that body that are trying to perform a common goal. And see, one thing I've been learning and what God's been showing me this week alone is how can two walk together lest they agree? It's it's, it's impossible for us to say that, hey, uh, we're on the same team, but we're not on the same page. It, it just doesn't work. There's there's unnecessary strife and division and uh, discord that's in the midst that's not allowing us to accomplish the mission, right? So the word of God tells us in 1 Corinthians 1 and 10, it says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment. So it's clearly telling us in the word right here that we need to be on the same page. It tells us clear as day, we need to be speaking the same thing, right? We need to be speaking the same thing. I can't say this is truth and someone say this is not truth. No, 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 no. We need to be speaking thus says the Lord. We got to have the same understanding and walk in agreement because like the Bible says, Amos 3 and 3, it says, how can two walk together unless they agree? It's just not happening. And oftentimes I see that uh, even in my marriage, there would be unnecessary problems, right? When when we're not on the same page in regards to whatever we may be talking about or, or handling as husband and wife. There's, there's unnecessary strife that causes tension between us because of the simple fact that one, we're not on the same page or two, we're not willing to walk together in agreement. Whether, whether 
whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you got to understand the Bible tells us in different scriptures, Psalms 133 and 1, it reads this. It says, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell, to dwell together in unity. Being on one accord is very key. Very key. The New Testament, I know, I, th I think it was Paul and Silas and then Peter and Timothy. And um, I could be wrong, but they parted ways because they had two different methods of doing the common message, right? They had two different methods, but they understood that the message that they were preaching was the same. They just had two different ways of doing it. And so the problem we think, the problem that we have, we think that there's only one method to do something. And that's not the case. Like the example I gave earlier, getting the solution of four. There's different ways you can get that solution. You got one plus one plus one plus one. You got two times two, you got two plus two. There's so many ways, right, to get that answer, but we think that it's one method, one message. No, there's different methods, but one message. And the thing about it, as 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 a relationship and things in that nature, or in the body, especially the body of Christ, we need to be on one accord of one, understanding what the mission is. What is First, what is, what is the ultimate mission? Two, what is your pastor's vision? And three, how can we get those accomplished? Once we have that understanding and we know that, then we're able to walk together in agreement. See, another thing with one team in one fight, we have to be there for one another. The Bible tells us, I got a, I got a couple of scriptures. I'm telling you, God been, God been showing me myself in dealing with one team in one fight. Romans 15 and one, it says this. It says, we then that are strong out to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. When thinking about one team, one fight, right? When I have somebody that's going through it strong or going through, I mean, going through it pretty bad and it seems like they are, they're, they're weak, they're struggling, they, they just can't make it. Me, as their brother, or, or you as their sister, brother and sister in Christ, you are to help them in those times. You're supposed to be there for them. You're supposed to grab, put your hand out for them and be like, hey, I got you. But instead what I've seen is we're putting our hand out to reach our brothers and sisters that have either fell or weak, trying to pull them up while we yet have our foot on them keeping them down. And that ought not be. How can, be, how can we be one team, one fight? And while we're trying to pick our brother and sister up, we have our feet holding them down to stay down, constantly pointing their flaws out, constantly telling them this and that, not encouraging them, not showing them love, but yet beating them down further than what they are already, where, where they already at. Galatians 6 and 2 tells us, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We gotta be there for one another. We weren't designed to be alone. It, it, it talks about that in Genesis. We were not designed to be alone. Relationships are good for us. We're supposed to, we're supposed to hold each other accountable with different things. And so we got to be there for one another. We truly cannot say it's one team, one fight if we're not willing to put our, our emotions to the side to help our brother and sister up when they fall. Because at the end of the day, who's... Which one of you are perfect? I know I'm not. I'm not perfect. 
So if you perfect and you don't fall and you don't make mistakes, please comment down below. I, I want to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, all have fallen short. All of us. All of us are like sheep who have gone astray. You know what I'm saying? We have all made mistakes. We have all done things that are that are wrong. So who are y'all? Who are you? Or who am I to not pick somebody up when they're down? Who am I to try to pick somebody up but keep my foot on their neck where I can't even pick them up? See, another thing, and the last thing I'm gonna talk about, kind of hit on with one team, one fight, we have to push one another to do better. We have to push one another to do better. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10 and 24, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That word provoke means to instigate or, or to stir up or to incite it. It means to push. And what it's saying here is to push them to love, which is one thing that God tells us that we need to do as saints of the Most High. We need to love. And two, to do good works. So if you're doing good, right? And, and you're succeeding and you're doing great and you see somebody to your left or your right that's struggling, you need to, as their brother or sister, push them to do better than what they're doing. Help them out. Be there for them. Don't just look down on them and look at them and, oh, look at you struggling. How can I tell you that I'm your friend or I'm your brother, I'm your sister, when I'm not willing to help you do better than what you're doing? If I'm not willing to give you the tools for success, but yet I call you my friend, yet I call you my brother and sister. The Bible tells us iron sharpens iron, so shall a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. Iron sharpens iron. We are better together. One team, one fight. We are better together. So I'm here to let you know, hey, if you think it's all about you, hey, you got it messed up. Because it's not. I'm here to let you know, it's not just about you. It's not just about what your, your motives are. At the end of the day, we have one thing that we need to be focusing on, and that's God's perfect will. Not his permissive will, but his perfect will. And it's one team, one fight. For there are many members in one body, but there's only one body. Many members, many members, but there's only one body. And we're all trying to complete one function. And that's making sure the body operates correctly. I clearly, I clearly showed you in the text in 1 Corinthians 12. It, it talks, it talks about it there. We need to be on the same page so that there's no division and discord. But yet what I see around me, and even in myself, and I'm speaking about myself when I say this, I see unnecessary strife because we think that what we do is better than the person to our left, to our right. When at when in reality. It's just something that's getting the job done. What I do is no better than the person to the left, to my left or to my right. And as their brother or sister, I need to, if they're not doing everything that they should be doing in their position, right? I need to be pushing them to do better. If I see the potential in them, I, as a believer, I can't say that I love God and I'm this, this and that. If I'm not willing to one, push somebody to do better, Two, pick them up when they're down. And three, show them love that, A, we in this together. One team, one fight. So as you go throughout this weekend, and, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not, I don't know if I'm the only one. I got me a little long weekend this weekend. Shout out to the military. Um, 
But as you go throughout this weekend, do a reflection and really see how you can do better and really implement one team, one fight. Whether it be in your workplace, whether it be in your relationships, whether it be with your family, whether it be in the church, how can you implement one team, one fight and, and incorporate 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 26? How can you do better? Take that time to reflect on the things that you've done that possibly weren't good or, or things that weren't even bad that you could continue to do. Do a self-check. Self-check. I talk about it all the time. It's important to do self-check. Before you can take a speck out of your brother or sister's eye, you need to remove the log that is in yours. Don't try to get on somebody else for things that you see they need to do better on when you're not even willing to correct your own mistakes and problems. But remember, in the midst of doing it all, one team, one fight. We're here to accomplish the same mission, the same. For there is many members in one body. So remember that as you go throughout this weekend. And also keep in mind this, that I love you. But more importantly, God loves you more. God sees you right where you're at. Every issue, every heartache, every problem that you may be facing and you think that you're alone, God is right there. He's seeing if you if you really mean the things that you say, if you really have faith in him. See, it's easy to say, and I made a post about this this past week, A, that God made a way. It's easy to say that because we're reflecting on something that has already been done. But what about when we're in that problem or we're in that situation or, or we're facing different crises, crisis of life? What about then? Can we say God will make a way? Do we have the faith enough to believe that God is still on our side? So I ask you to challenge yourself on this weekend. Truly reflect and see how you can do better. Because at the end of the day, we are better together. One team, one fight. Many members are in one body, but it's only one body. So y'all have a blessed weekend. I want you to know that I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And if you need anything, I'm here. But more importantly, God loves you more. And he hears all your cries. He hears all, all the late nights that you have. He hears you. He hears you. And you are not alone. Y'all be blessed. Preacher Boy out.